0: Well, on this week's show, we have news about Disneyland permits, the incredible Tomorrowland Expo, meetups, and so much more, all on this week's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast! We know that coming to Walt Disney World can be very overwhelming with all the fast passes, the dining reservations, even getting from attraction to attraction can be extremely overwhelming. But we've got a friend that can help you make your next trip to Walt Disney World even more magical. It's Ramon and Theme Park Concierges. You can visit ThemeParkConcierges.com or call them at 407-257-9973. Ramon and his amazing team of VIP concierges will take care of you from the moment you arrive at the park until the moment you go back to your resort. They can take care of you for a four-hour time slot or a full day. It all depends on what you need. They can take care of your dining reservations, your fast passes, and even make sure that you find even more magic hidden in the Disney parks. Contact our friends at ThemeParkConcierges.com or call 407-257-9973 and tell them your friends over at the Disney Parks Podcast sent you.
1: The The news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Uh, So Disney set up uh, plans and contractors for the former River Country Area Hotel. Still not announced, still not named. We have no idea. But plans and contractors are being put in place uh, for Disney's ongoing Project 89, I love the way they name their projects. MK1, MK2, Project 89, right. Project H. I don't know. Uh, which will add yet another hotel to the Walt Disney World Resort roster. So this if this is done by 2021, this will be six hotels, six, six new hotels by 2021. That's a lot of housekeeping people you don't have. Truth. Sources have reported on contracts between Disney and a company called W A. What? And I did Google it, and it came up. <laughs> exactly that. It's a, a design and architect company who will head up uh, the resort's design, and the Belfort Beattie <sighs> Company will be the contractor who will uh, who won the competitive bid for the construction board. Mm-hmm. Uh, Project 89 has two major permits filed up to this point. The first was filed back in March. Which involved testing and surface uh, soils of the former site of the river country. And I think they were probably testing for as- asbestos, Right, being my guess. Right. Uh, river country opened in 1976 and was operational for 25 years. I really don't feel like it was open for 25 that's years. crazy. Uh, the property's gone undeveloped since 2001 when it closed. Wow. So that's a long, that's a long, long time, time of swamp reclamation. Yeah. I'm sure there's some pretty nice gators back there. I'm sure there were. The second permit was filed in early May, and that created uh, a stockpile area for the project near the Disney uh, Stallport, which they already kind of used for stockpile. Right. Uh, Walt Disney uh, inactive airfield. Let me ask a question. Mm. When we
0: come from the uh, Wilderness Resort and Lodge, come from Wilderness Resort, Dang it.
1: Come out and me make a come light. out
0: and you're going towards Magic Kingdom, right? Yeah. When you get to that light now, and you see that one long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's a
1: stallport. Yeah, hmm.
0: Yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, that's a short row. <laughs> well,
1: that's why it's called the short <laughs> that's right. takeoff and landing. <laughs> that's right, literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, plans for the resort will occupy the old River Country property, including 100. 1,340 rooms. Holy crap, that's a lot of rooms. Or standard-side rooms. And then 300 equivalency units, which would be on the site for DVC uh, Vacation Club members. Those units could absorb as much as 940 of the rooms, depending on the suite size and the number of adjoining rooms. Because it depends on what they do. You know, studio, one-bedroom, two-bedroom, two-bedroom, lock-off, grand villas. You know, that could... Suck up more rooms or less rooms. Uh, Estimates uh, for the construction costs are approximately $350 million to build this hotel.
0: $350
1: million. Uh, With the total development cost to Disney being significantly higher. WATG already has a significant history with working with Disney, they designed uh, the Grand Floridian and then returning later to design the convention center and the wedding pavilion at the Grand Flow. Nice. And have designed Disney hotels for the company in Paris, Tokyo, Hong Kong already. So it's not like they don't have a relationship with this company. They got some history. They got some history. Right. What kind of themed hotel would you like to see there?
0: So it's going to be over River Country, which is between...
1: Wilderness and Fort Wilderness.
0: Uh, Well, obviously, it's going to have to be some kind of a wood-themed. But they've already got Wilderness Lodge. Let's Mm -hmm. see. Uh, They've got... They've got... uh, Huh, that's a great question. I would think maybe like... um, Wow, that's a great question, Tony. I I, I wish I had a really good answer for you. Maybe like... Well, no, they've got that
1: already. Um... I like my cowboy and indian thing.
0: Yeah, but they've got they've got a lot of that already with the Wilderness Lodge. Mm. That's what I keep coming back to. Yeah. It's like, well, they got the the Wilderness Wilderness. Maybe they'll
1: just, you know, do a luxury Wilderness Lodge. I mean, they have Deluxe, maybe they'll go a step higher, you know. I I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of weird because of its placement it would have to be something like Wilderness and Fort Wilderness otherwise it really won't fit into you know that area. They could, Ex- especially outside. They could do like
0: maybe um, more of a mountain lodge kind of thing, a, a more modernized mm. lodge that doesn't necessarily have the out west. Maybe maybe almost more like a Oregonian, Washington State, or you know an Appalachian. Kind of feel to it. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I think maybe something like that would be cool. Mm. Or maybe they did something that was more lake, just like Lakefront Resort, mm. um, you know, lakeside villa kind of thing that wasn't necessarily,
1: you know. A water park hotel is uh, what Dominic is saying.
0: A water park hotel? Mm hmm. Like,
1: this. well, think of like the Wolf Lodge, you know, that's got uh, the water park inside oh, and yeah. outside.
0: That's a cool idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. Add a, add a, a a third water park to mm-hmm. the to the mix and yeah. have it be a DVC thing mm-hmm. that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, or maybe they just go a completely different way and do something completely unique. Mm. You know, more of a uh, gosh, what would a good idea be? I mean, we've we've heard
1: Tom Sawyer's Hotel.
0: Oh yeah, but they, <laughs> but they've they've got elements of that in both places. Mm. You know, they've got uh, maybe like a, even like a southern because they don't really have a good southern hotel. So maybe they do like a southern, like a Savannah style or a a uh, a Floridian, not Key West, not mm. Grand Floridian, like a beach Floridian kind of feel. I don't mm. know. I'm I'm throwing throwing spitballs yeah. here. Uh, it's tough. got to think about it. Yeah, it's it's a great question, though. Uh, that's the kind of stuff that we just like to sit around the table and just like, what what resort do yeah. they need? Like, I would love for them to even go back through and like, you know, the Parisian hotel mm. that they were thinking about doing. That'd be kind of cool. The Italian
1: resort. The Italian resort would be See, amazing. See, that was an Italian Riviera hotel, and that would fit on the water. Yeah. Except it wouldn't fit between yeah. those two. but. But when you look at like, when you Unless look at, it's hidden back off the road, and yeah, you really can't see it. Yeah, you know, like Wilderness Lodge, you really can't see it until you get right in front of it. But even
0: when you're when you're looking at like uh, the three resorts that they have on the on the lake there at Disneyland Paris, mm. you know, you've got the New Yorker Hotel, you've got the 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 uh, I can't remember what they call it, but it's the Grand Grand Californian style hotel, right? And then you've got the uh, which. That makes sense, like a Grand Californian style hotel, mm-hmm. which is not like Wilderness Lodge. It's a different if it's a different type of feel. Uh, and then they have the um, the the one that almost feels like uh, the boardwalk. So there's three really distinct resorts right within spitting distance of each other. So they could do something completely different. Yeah. But I do like the idea of the Southern Hotel. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, hey Disneyland fans, I have a little bit of bad news for you. <sighs> I can't even say this. Disneyland's announced some new annual pass restrictions in advance of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So, Disneyland Resort annual pass holders just lost some freedom in choosing which parks to visit in the near future. New planning calendars for the upcoming year have been released, one for each park with separate park-specific blockout dates and listed for both starting in June of 2019. This allows guests to better plan around the new system. Disneyland has extended the calendars to 13 months. Hey, thanks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Displaying dates as far out as June 2019, when the park-specific dates officially begin. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is set to open in the summer of 2019, and these dates could hint at a more specific time frame for the new land's debut. The changes primarily affect uh, deluxe annual passport dates, leaving signature pass holders unaffected. Uh, For the month of June 2019, deluxe pass holders will be blacked out uh, for Disneyland Park Fridays through Sundays, as well as the entire last week of the month. Wow. This gives deluxe pass holders deluxe pass holders, a total of 13 days with both parks available and 17 days where only Disney's California Adventure Park is an option. Compare that to this June when guests had admission to both parks for 25 out of 30 days. Southern California pass holders will have 20 days uh, open at California Adventure Only and Southern California select pass holders will have a total of three days at California Adventure Only for the month. It's a little confusing to me because I don't yeah. understand this, but for mm-hmm. Disneyland people, it probably makes more sense. Right. Disney stipulated that guests who purchased their annual passports prior to June 1st, 2018 will not be affected by the new dates until the renewal of their passport. Duh. What?
1: And it'll happen within that year yeah, cycle. Yeah, <laughs> it'll happen in that year. He's,
0: he's just doing circles. Yeah. I'm like, this is an that audio That sound like
1: it won't happen, but, you know, if you... Okay your past you're going to have to renew it sometime yeah Yeah. uh i don't i really don't know what to say i mean sorry i guess (laughs) i I, i'm sorry that disney is blocking you out to see star wars land i mean that's just i hope they have a preview period for you where you can go and enjoy it and then say all right you're done that's great next we'll we'll see you in a month or two right Um, you know what if they did that here? This is what I think they should have done. Let, let, let's do okay. that. Let's. What I think they should have done was I was telling you, like you know, back in the, I guess it was the seventies, uh, maybe not everybody remembers it, but there was a gas shortage, and in order to get gas, it was even numbered plates on, went on certain days, and odd number plates went on other days, right. and then I think the uh, the last the seventh day it was uh, a free for all.
0: Catch as <laughs> catch can. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, every pass has got a ticket number, so even number of people went on uh, the last number, whatever ends on, you know, they can go for these days, the odd number of people went on those days. That's what, that would have made it a little bit more fair, maybe-ish. Yeah. So that would have been my idea. Hmm. Now, what what do I think if they would have done it here?
0: What if they do it here? Because they might do it here.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Right. uh, It's going to be chaotic. Right. That's why I have the Platinum Pass. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't want Disney telling me I can't go to a park when I want to go to a park.
0: Yeah. Well, that's true.
1: You know, I don't like blackout dates. They're not for me. Okay. All right. Next up, June 23rd at 2 p.m., Port Orleans, French Quarter, Be There or Be Square. We're going to have beignets. Yeah, we are a little meetup, little food, a little uh, yeah, it's cocktails there. There's a bar. Yeah, there is. Um, so yeah, I yeah, the bar's open from eleven o'clock. So, yeah,
0: but we're going at two. Yeah, no big yeah, deal. Coming at two. It's a Saturday.
1: Yep. Uh, so be there, be square. And then on July twenty eighth, we're going to attempt the impossible. At two p.m., we're going to go to Andy's Lunchbox at the Studios, a new shiny Toy Story Land. It'll have that new themed area It'll have that smell. new theme park smell. Yeah. And then on August 11th, at 1 p.m., we are going for lunch at Plancha, which is at the Four Seasons Golf of Course. Yeah, we are. Uh, please, if you're going to attend the Plancha one, please RSVP. And you can do that at facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast forward slash events. Uh, or just go to facebook.com. Or like Disney parks podcast and then click on events whichever one you want to do. Wow, that's complicated. yeah it's not yeah, okay I just made it hard
0: Yeah, that's
1: what <laughs> hey we've gotten a lot of uh people interested in blogging and photography and doing all that kind of stuff but uh we could always use more I think uh we'll have to figure out you know when it's enough when enough is enough I guess um so we'll see uh, so if you are interested Disney parks podcast at gmail.com uh, don't forget that you can listen to the show on your Amazon Echo or your Amazon Dot or your Google Home uh, just by asking whatever device, pop, 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 Please play the Disney Box Podcast. Computer. Yes. Uh, hey, all of our stuff in the store except for our normal goods, which are um MousePads. Mousepads.
0: Not or, that specific yeah, mouse pad Not but this one. Mousepads.
1: Mouse kit mouse pads, mouse ki- mouse pads and, well, it's a Month. The mouse pads and coasters are uh up for grabs still. Go to Disney Parks Podcast slash store. Shop. 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 What? Store? Yeah. I can't remember. I
0: have to go to the site and look.
1: And uh then if you get a chance, please rate us and view us wherever you listen to the show. And that helps Absolutely. us very much. Absolutely. All right. This is an odd thing, and I don't know if Disney's gonna get people to follow this rules. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> So Disney Animal Kingdom is testing a new stroller parking system. Okay. Because it's a problem. It really is. Because yeah. people park them anywhere. Yeah, totally. You know. So starting uh, June 1st, Disney's Animal Kingdom is testing a new stroller parking system that separates guest strollers into zones and collects feedback from their experience. During the pilot, more attractions and shows will be included in the uh, stroller parking uh, system. So, the ones that are included now is the Festival of the Lion King. Big, big show. Big draw. Yeah. Yeah. Lion King, Finding Nemo Show, It's Tough to Be a Bug, Cali River Rapids, Kilimanjaro Safari, and the Wildlife Express Train. Now, visitors who rent a stroller will receive a specialty tag upon rental, and guests who bring their own strollers will receive a tag at their first parking location. Okay. These tags uh, feature different uh, colors that match up with the different colored stroller parking zones that designate where guests can park their strollers.
0: Parking is only available in In the the red red zone. zone. (laughs) Pickup is available in the
1: white zone. But Jimmy... so Animal Kingdom is hoping that uh, this will space out the stroller in the parking areas to improve guests' uh, experience and flow, obviously, uh, with this new system. There's no set date. So are they going to get, like, a stroller violation for parking in the white zone? Tweet! You get 20 minutes for poor parking <laughs> do, procedures. Do they just take your stroller and, and move it to the front of the park and let you figure it out? Oh, sorry. We had to move yeah. it. We had your stroller towed. Yeah.
0: Um... <laughs> This is this is a problem. I I get it. I don't have a baby, I don't have kids and I know it's a problem. Um and it's super convenient for the parents to bring the strollers in and I know that I'm going to, you know, probably upset some people but this is the price you pay for the convenience of not having to carry your kids or make your kids walk. So, mm. you're going to have to walk a little bit to get to these designated parking areas cuz trust me when I say this, they're not going to be close. Parking areas are not close to the exits of the attractions. Yeah. Yeah. The entrance or the exit. It's not going to be close.
1: Yeah. And I will tell you this, from having work security, just because you're at Disney does not mean you get to leave all your stuff in yeah. the stroller. Yeah. That is not safe it's it's not locked up and you know unless of course you chain all the bags to the stroller but it could still take the whole stroller so i've been amazed (laughs)
0: walking past stroller stuff like you know when they cameras video yeah yeah, oh my god when you're in magic kingdom and and they have the strollers pushed out like in the walkway like around the carousel and you're walking you're walking around to like go see philhar magic I'm looking in these bags, seeing purses, wallets, cameras. I know. And I'm like, what are you thinking? Yep. Uh, of course, with the products, you know, that's Find My iPad, Find My iPhone. Mm. But I don't think Canon cameras have that Find My Canon photo picture thing yeah. happening. Uh, and it's tough. I thought you were going to say when they started talking about the system, if you rented a stroller, you you go and you turn the stroller in at the entrance of your ride and then you get a different stroller... See, I I would have that thought would something sense.
1: would make sense, right? Yeah, you know, almost like uh, you know at the airport where they have the you know the thing for the your little cart for your luggage mm-hmm. that you know once you got it into attraction you would slide it in you would have a card, let's say, and then when you were done you would swipe your card and it would give you that uh, a stroller back, right? You know, right. because you had rent uh, a stroller. That would make sense to me. Yeah, but the... Because then they're all stacked up and they're all lined yeah. up.
0: It, the stroller in and of itself is not the problem. It's the 35 pounds of gear mm-hmm. that's the problem. Yeah, well, because it like you know, shouldn't be there. Yeah, well, you anyway. yeah. So, we finally got it, ladies and gentlemen. Disney confirms the location for the upcoming Star Wars Hotel. Like we didn't know. Uh, on April 2nd of and, this year...
1: And like they needed to confirm it.
0: Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, it has been reported uh, that permits uh, were discovered detailing location, the location of Project H. Uh, which will be... that's oh, almost stands for a hotel. That's almost as clever as a DJ named... <gasps> a, a DJ. DJ. <laughs> uh, which is believed to be the most likely site for Disney's new fully immersive Star Wars hotel. Uh, Disney's now confirmed that location south of Hollywood Studios and east of World Drive. Uh, According to Disney, this location will offer hotel guests a seamlessly connected experience with Hollywood Studios' new land, Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge. (sighs) No additional information regarding the hotel was provided with the announcement, but Disney reiterated, and I quote, Families visiting this destination will board a starship that comes alive with characters and stories that unfold around them during their voyage through the galaxy, and every cabin window has views of space. Space. space, space Guests space. visiting the multi-day adventure will be welcome to... Participate in a resident of the galaxy. Uh, participate as a resident of the galaxy by dressing in Star Wars inspired attire. <sighs> so, I've got so many questions.
1: Yeah. The same ones I seen, asked before. Have you looked on the map to see where this is? Uh, yeah, but I can't remember where it is. Yeah, it, it's a very small. Like they're sandwiching it in again. I. I it's only four hundred rooms, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be small. Uh three to four hundred is what we've been hearing. But it's a very small piece of area. And I'm like, Really? I it is. I, I have a feeling there'll be like some kind of connection bridge because there is now and I don't know, maybe they're gonna take out the road. There is still the entrance road there. Now I've heard that's going away. So if that goes away, uh then they can certainly just butt it right up there. Right. So I don't know. It It's
0: fascinating. Yeah. It's fascinating. I, I want
1: more details. I do as well. Yeah.
0: Well, we've heard rumors that they're going to close down the back entrance, but the right. funny thing is... Well, is, the front entrance. They're going to close down the back entrance. What are you calling the back entrance? The back entrance? entrance is the one off of World Drive. But, well, that's the front entrance. Oh, oh you're considering that the front one? Yeah, okay, because it's so got big sign. I've heard rumors that they're going to close down the front entrance yeah. and just use the... The back entrance. The back entrance. Uh, I, yeah, but I believe that. when you're coming on Osceola, if you're, mm. like when I go home tonight, you're going to come on Osceola, and they're, they've got a big hole through the woods... Mm. That they've created, yes. which is another road. I'm like yes. that dovetails you right into, into the studio the studios. Yeah, so, yeah. I
1: think they're going to build a second entrance. And it'll be that one, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So that will yeah. So that new Front entrance. Yeah. <laughs> Moving
0: on, we got to yeah. get going.
1: All right. Hey, uh, mobile ordering at Disneyland Resort is now open to everyone. You
0: get a mobile oh, order.
1: You get a hamburger. Everybody, you gets get a, a churro. <laughs> <laughs> So after just a week of testing, annual pass holders, uh, the Disneyland Resort has made its new mobile order service available to everyone. And I'll tell you, if you haven't used this, you really should try it because I thought it was fantastic. A whole hour before I wanted lunch, I placed my order and did my business, and then I was walking up to the place, and I said, I'm here, and magic, food appeared. Magic. So guests can now use the Disneyland app on their smartphone to choose from 15 participating restaurants, uh, select their arrival time, choose their food, even customize the items, uh, then the then place the order and pay using the app. Annual pass holders can even apply uh, discounts as they are available, which I thought was the other great thing. Yes. Uh, once the restaurant uh, gets the order, uh, Make sure that it's ready for pickup. Uh, There's a special window or special area you have to go to. uh, And you just uh, give them your name or the ticket number. Forgot what I did. Uh, And then magic. Food appears. At Disneyland, mobile order is available at Bengal Barbecue, Galactic Grill, Gibson Girl Ice Cream Parlor, Hungry Bear Restaurant, Jolly Holiday Bakery Cafe, uh, the Road Res Tavern, The California Venture has it at the award Wiener's (laughs) Clarabelle's Hand Scooped Ice Cream, Kachina Cucamonga Mexican Grill, Corn Dog Castle, Flow's V8. I like the stuff, Flow's Uh, Lucky Fortune uh, Cockery, The Pacific Wharf Cafe. that can't be right. I can't be a
0: cookery. Cookery. Fortune cookie. I can't read. Fortune cookie. Yeah. Say fortune cookie.
1: Fortune cookie. hurry, Fortune Uri. cookery. Uh Paradise Garden Grill and Smoke Jumpers Grill. <laughs> <laughs>
0: These aren't just any wieners. Yeah. They're award oh, winners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's almost as good yeah. as a DJ yeah. named. DJ. Oh. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm really, I'm telling you, uh, and, and they have that here at Walt Disney World, too. Where it's almost every restaurant now. Almost every Yeah, quick we,
0: we did it the other day. We were hanging out with our buddies, Kara and uh, and Gary, and we ordered drinks. Just and, drinks? Just drinks, because we were thirsty and we didn't want to wait. Because the lines were long. They didn't start the drinks until we had to press the button saying that we were on site. Oh, Definitely right. started the drinks, because hmm. we were literally standing there forever. Yeah, And and we were like, oh, wait, there's a button. We're on site. And then they made the drinks for us. Right. It's the funniest thing. Uh, very exciting news for those of you who are fans just like uh, Tony is of Disney's Animal Kingdom. Huey, Dewey, and Louie photopath magic shots are coming. Another new photopath magic shot is arriving soon at Disney's Animal, animal Kingdom. Earlier this month, Disney announced that photopath was adding magic shots, including Keon or Kion from Disney Junior's The Lion Guard, Ka, or ka from Disney's The Jungle Book, and a panda from Disney Nature, born in China. Mm -hmm. Any old panda will do. Uh, Now, Disney has just announced that Donald's nephews, Huey, oh, cute, Huey, Dewey, and Louie have been added to the list of available magic shot filters. When my mom comes to town, we've got to get the Huey, Dewey, and Louie shot. She's a huge Donald Duck fan. She will love every second
1: of that. Yep. All right, John, our... uh Prayers of getting all this good stuff uh, with this Fox merger may be slipping out of our hands. Uh,
0: it's, well, I know you're getting ready to read a, a, a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Gunn was live Facebooking last night. Oh, yeah? And somebody asked him about getting X-Men in the Guardians universe with the right. new thing with Fox. And he said last night, it's it's a done deal. It's not
1: going to happen. The Fox deal with mm-hmm. Disney? mm mm-hmm. Really? Uh, go ahead. All right. Uh, so the Disney company <laughs> was uh, trying to raise some cash. Oops.
0: Still is, I'm sure. Yep. Uh,
1: so they just learned from uh, a CNBC that Disney is currently in the process of lining up some financing for significant cash. Uh, and it should become necessary uh, to supplement or change up their existing stock-only offer to Vox. Mm. Uh, Disney is reportedly considering whether they will add cash to their current bid or merely shift it to the distribution of just cash. Uh, CNBC noted that Disney's all-stock offer has been viewed more favorably because the assets could be spun off tax-free. If the at t slash Time Warner merger is approved by the government, Comcast will proceed with their offer to outbid Disney. Mm. Is this now just a company war, a company of theme park wars?
0: Yeah, I guess so. You
1: know, is Universal saying, "Well, we don't want you to have all that"? Uh, yeah, no. They're, because they're trying really hard I, to, I guess, that. Universal is trying to protect because The Simpsons is Fox, right? So, yeah. so that would go to mm-hmm. Disney. That's another check Universal would have to write to Disney. Uh, what else uh, do they have? Uh. What other Fox things are over at Universal that Disney uh, would make them pay for? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, maybe. No, I don't think so. I think okay. it's mainly maybe Simpsons.
1: All right. All right, this next uh, story, John, is pretty long. You should take your time. Read through it carefully.
0: Uh, really? We're gonna do this here?
1: Yeah, I just thought we throw up the pictures. Okay,
0: I got an idea. Yeah, how about we we'll wait till the end? Okay. Okay.
1: So you want to do the next one then?
0: I'll do the next one. Sure. Yeah, because considering we're running up against time, okay. and you know this is an audio show, uh, but it's gonna be cool. So guys in the chat room, stay tight. Uh, Walt Disney World is switching to uh, digital digital rider switch pass or baby swap at attractions to combat fraud. How dare you! fraud your way on Twitter. I right? saw
1: these uh baby swap uh tickets that were fake mm-hmm. and they look pretty damn good. Wow. If I was a cast member, I probably wouldn't know.
0: Wow. The Rider Switch Pass is currently available at select Walt Disney World theme park attractions that feature a height requirement. This process is in place to allow families with children under the height requirements in case a chance to ride while a family member waits with the child outside. One person gets a Rider Switch Pass, joins and waits in the standby queue, and when they get off the ride, they then take over child duties while the other family member uses the pass to join the Fast Pass fast. Path plus return line and avoid waiting basically twice for the ride. It's a simple system that works, arguably, uh, pretty well and has for the last few years. Wink, wink. By the end of June, though, this process will switch to a digital rider switch pass, basically scanning a guest magic band or media card uh, to add it to their entitlements. All of the guests who will be riding in the party of three will use the, the FastPass Plus queue, and will have the entitlement on their account to enter. Uh, the major changes here are that the entitlement is going digital, removing the cast member physically checking a printed ticket, as well as the rider switch pass now only being valid for certain length of time on the day issued previously valid for up to an entire month. Holy mackerel. Jeez. Guests will also now be unable to hold more than one rider switch pass at a time. Oh, yikes. Most cast members are currently being trained for this upcoming digital conversion. and should be fully trained within the upcoming weeks for a full rollout by the end of June, 2018. Uh, It should all go according to plan. So let me ask you this question. I'm trying to go back through. I read that really quick. Do both parents and the child have to stand in line? No. That's the the swap part. Okay, so one person can stand So
1: if it's mom, dad, and let's say two kids, right? Right. And one kid is old enough to ride, and one kid is, say, an infant. So the one parent goes with the kid that can ride, while the other parent stays with the toddler or infant. And then once they're done, they go back with the Fast Pass so that the kid and the parent... Can ride again. The kid gets to ride twice, and the parent gets to ride once. You get that? The kid should only gets ride once. He gets to ride twice. Oh, that sucks. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm Typically. sorry. I'm sorry. It sucks. Yeah. It's not fair.
1: Yeah, they're kids. Well, I get it. Yep. All right. All right. Get your uh, DVR, your VCR, whatever, whatever recording devices connected <laughs> to your television. Uh, there are more treasures from the Disney Vault appearing this week on TCM. Uh, Disney fans, it's time to jump into the time machine again mm. to revisit a bunch of Disney classics. Uh, the Treasures from the Disney Vault uh, returns Wednesday, this June sixth. Oh, gotta jump on it then. Uh, with a, a night of excellent opportunities for your DVR. So eight p.m. It's a trip through Walt Disney World Studios and. Oh, I'll say it later. Uh, 8.15 is the Best of the Walt Disney True Life Adventure. Uh, 10 o'clock is the Life of Lobo. I'm not even sure what that is. Or Legend. Or Legend, yeah. 11.15 is the Society Dog Show. Uh, 1.15 a.m. is Pluto's Purchase. I think that's a short. Uh, 3 a.m. is Mouse Hunters and Benji Hunted. What it's moose hunters? Moose, moose, moose hunters, moose. and Benji the hunted. I'm so used to saying moose. moose. Yeah, I got it. Um, so this is uh, going to be a, a, a pretty good lineup. I just found out that I don't have TCM anymore. No. Yeah. So. Oh man, that sucks. So. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah.
0: You have TCM? No. Don't they have it like on a pay thing? Like yeah. you have Have like on Hulu?
1: No. I'll have to figure out how to watch Dang, it. Dang, Brosky. Yeah,
0: sorry to hear that.
1: Nah, I know.
0: Oh, so yeah. we're gonna go move yeah. forward. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So speed it up. Uh, so time for some headline news. Uh, so Doctor Strange and other superheroes are now assembling at Disney California Adventure Park. Thanks, Universal. Ooh. Uh, downtown Disney's ESPN Zone has officially closed. Michael Jackson's estate files an injunction against ABC over the recent TV special. Did you hear about this? Yes. Uh, What was the deal? Basically, ABC ran a documentary and didn't compensate the Jackson estate for the use of... Didn't
1: ask for the permission to use any of the music or the video from copyrighted, trademarked content that's owned by the estate.
0: Wow, so that's twice in two months that Disney's been slapped with a lawsuit <laughs> about that kind of stupid stuff. They could easily be fixed with a little research.
1: Yeah. You would think somebody would go, hey, do we have permission to use that Michael Jackson music? Uh, Just go ahead and uh, I use mean, it. Don't worry about I, it. I get dinged on
0: YouTube. Oh, my God. I get dinged <laughs> all the time yeah. for all sorts of crap. Yeah. It's not even really my fault. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. It's so funny. Uh, Disneyland's installing FastPass terminals at Pirates of the Caribbean. Welcome,
1: you're welcome, you're, Disneyland. You're
0: welcome, Disneyland. <laughs> uh, Maleficent Two begins production with Michelle Pfeiffer confirmed as confirmed as a queen. I hate these these news reports that are like mm. Maleficent Two has begun production. Great, that's that's great.
1: Does that mean I have to report to work? Yeah, what does yeah, that mean to me? Uh, it's, just, it's
0: silly. <laughs> They're just ginning up any type of news. because it's. Can
1: you give me the shooting location yeah, so I can come take pictures? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer yeah. being confirmed is, I guess, his newsworthy. Yeah. But, uh, and then the last little bit. <laughs> uh, Be careful. I am. I'm, I'm always careful. Um, I put a lot of content on online. Tony puts a lot of content mm-hmm. on online. Uh, I put content on on YouTube. But at no time, and I mean no time, did I really want Ever. to get into the, yeah, I never want to get into the, uh, what do they call it, hoax, and, and, mm. and uh, it's got a name. Um, uh, uh, what do you, prank videos? Yeah. So recently a live shooter hoax at Walt Disney World Resort uh, lands an Arizona YouTuber in jail. Mm. So basically this uh, person was at the uh, Contemporary. Contemporary Resort. And started screaming that there's a live shooter. And he
1: was going up to guests saying, Shooter, there's a shooter in the building. And then as they were walking away, just kidding.
0: Wow. And I heard that he was caught hiding in the bushes. Which makes sense, because that's where the rat traps are.
1: His invisible cloak wasn't working the way he thought. His YouTube cloak (laughs) of invisibility.
0: Uh, So guys, if you're out there listening... Uh, and you're thinking about doing some type of a hoax video yeah, or a prank video at Walt Disney World? Trust me, there's a lot of things that Disney doesn't take too seriously. Yeah.
1: There's a special attraction. It's called the Orange County Sheriff. That's
0: right. <laughs> they take that crap seriously.
1: Have yeah. you ever seen that jail scene in The Pirates of the Caribbean? That's what you're going to look like.
0: <laughs> hey, you remember that uh, that new pad that they just built for the uh, for the Guardians of the Galaxy? Mm. They'll put you under it. Yeah. And leave you there. Right. Uh it's that serious, man. They they that's just so stupid. And I get it, you know, YouTubers are trying to escalate the craziness and how fun it is and it's cute. Uh I don't understand how people don't under understand ramifications. Yeah.
1: Think for one second. Think What's 50? the
0: result of this action I'm proceeding with? Right. My my thing has always been how how would my grandfather mm. respond? Would this give my grandfather a heart attack? Yes. <laughs> I'm probably not going to do that. Yeah. You know? Right. So anyway, so that's the news. All the news is fit to print. So right. uh, we want to make sure that you come find us over on uh, Twitter at Disney Podcaster. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, all at disney parks podcast but we definitely want to invite you to come over to disneyparkspodcast.com that's where we have our show archives our shop as well as links to all of our amazing sponsors and make sure that you uh visit us over at patreon.com slash disney parks podcast if you want to help support what we do here uh anything else you want to add buddy i got nothing uh, we appreciate you guys lo- uh, watching live make sure you come next monday night at 8 p.m facebook.com slash disney parks podcast and we will see you in, in the, the parks.
1: parks.
0: The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company.
1: Like a out of the blue Fate steps in and sees you through